Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on a Thursday, June 16th. Half the month of June is already over, and the Galaxy haven't played a game this month not yet so we're going to get you ready for the game coming up on saturday against the portland timbers that's going to be a 2 p.m kickoff time it's going to be under the sun so make sure you wear your sunscreen espn espn deportes get you ready for that preview a whole bunch of stuff but big news big announcements hitting in the last couple days one of the biggest is mls and their tv deal with apple we're going to talk about the 10-year deal tell you why it's good why it's bad some interesting little things that we've found out and sort of how they're going to try to uh, set this all up so that way you can watch every single game. And of course, Los Angeles just picked as a host city for the 2026 World Cup. I don't think anybody's surprised, but we're going to talk about that a little bit and some of the other host cities here in the United States as well. Why not? It's big news. It's fun to talk about. To help me do all that, he's back in the house two weeks in a row. Might be a new world record. Is the hammer himself, Mr. Eric, the Portuguese hammer Vieira. How's it going, Eric? Ah, it's going very well. I'm glad to be back. Like you said, two weeks in a row. Uh, the reason for that, of course, like you about a month ago or a few weeks ago, you were prepping for your vacation. I'm prepping for my vacation. So I get to spend uh, you know, a week in Cancun, Mexico with a family coming up. So I got that to look forward to. Ooh. Got my, my short shorts ready to go. It's thighs out summer. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. So uh, I'm packed, ready to go. So I'm kind of like you. I got the itch. Ready yeah, to roll. You're ready to go. You're ready. Yeah. When 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 do you leave? When are you taking off? When Saturday. You, Saturday. Game Ooh, day. Game day. <laughs> right. So so you will be traveling on on the game day. Let me just warn you about traveling right now. Everybody's traveling right now. So enjoy, oh, yeah. enjoy that fun. Fun um, times. And with children, I'm sure it'll be tons of fun. Hey, kids are just the easiest <laughs> to travel with. They're never but, hungry. They never have to pee. Right. Whenever the seatbelt <laughs> sign goes on, uh, you know, yeah. there's never in any of that stuff. It's good times. Uh, I, I will say, my kids, you throw an iPad in front of them, they're, they're gone. You yeah. got them. They're good. They're easy. It's, yeah. like, it's like having a hamster at that point. My oldest is that way. Uh, my, my youngest is, get me out. Get me out right now. And it's like, oh, dude, buddy, no, we still got three yeah, hours on this flight. That's not how this works. Yeah, we still got three hours on this flight. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Seatbelt sign is on. We are bouncing. You are staying right there. So uh, feel free to annoy the people around you. Well, good. 
fun have fun. Have fun. Enjoy it. Enjoy the I, enjoy I it. stretch out. We'll 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 fill in with some Christian Miles and with oh, some yeah. some Sophie the Canon Nicolau as well. So um, I'm excited to do that. In fact, before we get too far away from it, I want to just have everybody and remind everybody we do have shirts. They did release right after the podcast on Monday. I was like, enough of this. We're putting out shirts. <laughs> uh, and I had a couple designs sort of waiting. Although this one came together in about. 30 seconds or so and i was like <laughs> yeah. yep this is a winner i was gonna say you sprung this one on us I, yeah. usually you send me the designs it's like oh this is it's a new one no. i dig it though i like it the lineup yeah the, the lineup it's the starting lineup we're calling it the starting lineup 2022 shirt because if the la galaxy have to name every shirt i will name every shirt but i'll do it better um so anyway we got uh, pato hammer panda cannon and miles on there that's all of our nicknames except for christian who that's just his last name <laughs> but i kind of like that he's the only one that doesn't have a nickname and maybe his nickname is like miles maybe you're like yeah. hey it's miles right yeah yeah he he, he can talk for miles miles and miles it kind of kind of works on its own yeah i dig it can you believe the gall of some people in the chat room already to be like is josh ordering an xl because <laughs> you know he needs that xl uh xl uh, shirt out there so we have that one we have this yeah, one this but, is our starting lineup and if you're listening on the podcast multiple colors uh simple sort of text in the in the classic list format uh, i did expect somebody to give me some crap about it not being in a proper formation if it was a starting lineup and i say that you can't list starting lineups but really when there are this many you know superstars on the team this is the best way to i, I think to list it so uh we're going <laughs> obviously we're going with the 005 um, yeah. lineup so it's a, it's it's a free-flowing five yeah a lot of a lot of rotating a lot of shifting, yeah. No, no true strikers, no true defenders. Everyone just kind of floats. It's interchange. It's interchange. Yeah. It's free float. So um, <laughs> it's tiki taco. That's exactly what it is. So we have this one. This is great. Twenty five dollars. Uh, if you go to cornerofthegalaxy.com, you click on the shop button. It will lead you to all the links. These are basically pre order. You go in, you pre order your shirt. We wait for about three weeks, and then we gather all those up and we print them. And so you should have your shirt by around the end of July. Is usually whenever I think this one's going to come up. Now the other one is um, this is a special shirt. This is what we, we're calling um, you know the stadium concession shirt um, and on it it lists things at different prices now I say this is a special shirt because this is a one-of-a-kind shirt not only is this t-shirt that whenever you buy it certain amount of money that comes to helps us keep the lights on same with the other shirt $25 right we get a little portion of that at the top most of this is printing fees and shipping and all that fun stuff is sort of in there so $25 um, so we get a little bit but this one has this was also an inflation tracker I didn't know if you yeah. knew that this is this <laughs> I was is gonna say the, the the timing of releasing this shirt because this is an idea I know we've been back and forth right. okay what's gonna what's exactly gonna go on the menu but yeah timing is <laughs> kind of interesting we'll see we'll see how these prices hold up oh Could they're be, they're already obsolete souvenir. they're yeah. already obsolete if you think last year like these were t these are prices last year and you can already see because people are like hey the back the bacon wrapped hot dogs aren't five dollars they're like 850 now right so again this is an inflation tracking shirt you can use this not just to cover your body keep yourself warm on those cold cold summer nights in southern california um but you can of course uh use it to track inflation as well um and so we have this one up there as uh as a, as an offer for you so both shirts um, you can have both of them. Um, and so just go to cornerofthegalaxy.com, click the shop button uh, and purchase those. Again, multiple colors. There's some uh, women's fit on some of these as well. So you can, if you're a lady, uh, you're more than welcome to do that. Actually, if you're a guy, you're more than welcome to buy the lady shirts either. I don't care who buys which. It does not bother me at all. Have at it. Um, it's all about the material. These are premium quality shirts. You, and you could also list your option when you order the shirt. It is good quality stuff. So uh, I've, you know, been ordering the shirts for a while, even, even pre co-hosting days. So, you know, I just if you're a, a corner of the galaxy listener and you just want to keep on theme, you got you got to get the new 
you know, the new release, the new iPhone, whatever it is, you know, speaking <laughs> right. of Apple, you know, you got, you got to keep up with the time. So, uh, you know, I, I like the designs, seating concession, five MLS cups, priceless, right. Corner of the galaxy live shows I, free. I, I, super I, chat does cost money, but su- yeah, yeah, super I, chat's I do, $5, but you know, yeah. everything else is, is good. <laughs> but I mean, whenever you see it, so that's sort of what our, our thinking was. Now I was reminded as well that the Ted Lasso shirt that we did for the live show and it was a live show exclusive. We, I was, I have been requested to get that up as well. I don't know so, if we'll do it this month. That might be a next month, but I do have some other designs coming. But if you can, this is our main way to sort of raise money and, and put something into the coffers so that way we can keep the lights on and do something. Because I am here to tell you uh, all the gear and all the web hosting and the websites and all that stuff, um, it adds up. It adds, in fact, it doesn't matter. If you bought a thousand shirts, I'm not sure we could cover all, all, all of it. But that's it, it, we're, we're trying to do our best here just to keep some lights on. So please help us yeah. out if you can. Cornerthegalaxy.com. Click on the shop button. Now, I know... And- I yeah. will say to to your credit, Josh, and I'll let the listener knows listeners know this as well is that you this isn't like uh, you know Josh is sitting on on his pile of cash. He does say, "Look at what I got for the show. Look at this. Look at I you know I got this sound system. I got this camera. I got this going." So I, I am happy to say I normally you know I like to keep people accountable and say, "Hey, where's this cash going?" But I, the money does go back into the show. So yeah. uh, as much as I want to grip my teeth and mm. you know say, say it doesn't go, it doesn't go to you. That's for sure. <laughs> it definitely right? doesn't yeah. go to me. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, um, <laughs> but it goes to materials and and such. And yeah. it keeps fuel in the COG jet. Yeah. You know those types of things. <laughs> Just the bare necessities that yeah, we have absolutely. here at Corner of the Galaxy. So that was that. Speaking of getting your money, um, I think this is important. As a matter of fact, this is kind of exciting too. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you saw the LA Galaxy tweeted out um, that the new Denim and Rhinestone album by Carrie Underwood is out right now. We all know what a big fan of the LA Galaxy that Carrie Underwood is, and we know how much Galaxy fans love Carrie Underwood. It's all they talk about, quite honestly, for a long time. So I did, Eric, I did something. I didn't tell you about this, so it's a little bit of a surprise. Uh, But I reached out to Carrie Underwood's people. So uh, if I hit all the right buttons, let's see if we can make this work. But joining us on the show right now, uh, a huge superstar across all the things is Miss Carrie Underwood. No, that's not going to happen. Why? Oh, I, I was I was ready. <laughs> I dug my keys into his car. Yeah, I was I was I was getting ready. I thought maybe you'd have oh, your like man. cowboy hat on. Why? You let me down. I mean, so I, I we're joking here, but the LA Galaxy <laughs> did tweet out about Carrie Underwood. They did say, hey, she has an album out, and it absolutely one hundred percent was a giant cash grab. Right? That was all that yes. was. That was, hey, they're gonna we have X number of millions of followers, and if we tweet it out, they're gonna give us money. Um, are the galaxy hurting? Are the galaxy it's, hurting that bad? No, and and you do see the little AEG symbol on there, so like you you see the obvious connection. And I think the week before they said, "Hey, go check out Jurassic Park," like because I think there's that partnership with Universal Studios that they have. That yeah. one makes sense. So, that but, one makes more sense. It? Yes, because it because <laughs> they they sponsor stuff in the stadium. Have you ever seen anything from Carrie Underwood there? Have, is That's, it okay? Is it Universal fair. Music? Is that what's happening here? Is that the tie-in that we're missing? It could be, but here, here's my my critique of it, because because I'm with you. A part, you know, as the super chat will let you know, you know, we don't have uh, our morals stop when when the cash flow comes in. So I'm not going to fault, you know, AG or the Galaxy for for cashing some checks. Yeah, to, new, to new, have some sponsored. Tweets. Newcastle also has some issues. You know, <laughs> yeah. the Live Golf yeah. series maybe so, is is one of those that maybe has some issues on those fronts. Yeah. Yes, but but my issue is if you're going to tweet it out from your account, at least you know, try to tie it into something like, you know, if we're talking about winning, you know, reality show series, you know, the winningest, 
you know, most vote getting like try to, I, and I'm pulling this, you know, directly out of my, my behind, but you can try to like kind of shoehorn it in, right. but just, it's just a straight up, just commercial for Carrie Underwood from your account. And you know, people get mad at, uh, you know, why, why are they posting all these jerseys? Well, at least they wear the training tops. At least this is like completely, uh, you know, this came out of left anything. field. This yeah, came out of left field. But so I, it was kind of odd. It, I, I don't have an issue with it, but maybe try to shoehorn some type of, you know, cute copy uh, to make to make it galaxy related or even, tert- you know, friend of the galaxy, or, you know, you know, in the music galaxy. Galaxy is such an easy term to do a pun and a play on words. Just just make it work. No, yeah. By the way, I have no idea whether or not Carrie Underwood is actually a Galaxy fan. Let's be very clear <laughs> oh, on that. Like, not. I have. She's definitely yeah. a Nashville fan. Yeah, I mean, there's. I would imagine there's zero reason. Was she? Was she one of the ones that was seen in Nashville? Was no. That you're thinking of Reese Witherspoon. That's it. That, sorry. That, yeah, she's they, part they look of, yeah, a lot alike. That's racist, all those white Josh. women. They look exactly alike. <laughs> uh, Jesus uh, uh, gave you five dollars. Five dollars super chat uh, for the Hammers country cover album. So we are ready and willing for you to just sing <laughs> all of Carrie Underwood's greatest hits. <sighs> I'm, and I'm a fan of country. Co- okay, sidebar, total sidebar. Yeah. But if the galaxy can sidebar, yeah. So, I'm so going to sidebar. Yes. Um, Alex Melton, if you look it up on Spotify, he does country covers of like punk pop hits. So he has like Panic at the Disco, but if it were a country song, right? it's actually really good. <laughs> Is this because you've been in Texas too long that you yeah, think it's good? It, it's, or? It, was, it was like the, you know, the transition where you like, when you, you know, boil, what is it? You boil the frog, mm-hmm. you know, you slowly turn the water up. It's like, hey, we're going to put you the, give you that panic at the disco, but we're going to throw some country twang on it. And that kind of acclimates me to the, you know, the, to the hot weather and the, and the hay bales and the open roads. But yeah, if you, Alex Melt, look it up. So yeah. It was a fun, fun little listen. Uh, if you like to have fun with country covers. So you can think uh, Jesus or Jesus in the chat for that one. Um, the only thing that I can sort of say is that I hope they got a lot of money. Like they needed to get money for the, right. This is like, yeah, this well, is what's going to help them acquire somebody in the transfer window. Right. Well, it was that you much think money. You have targeted allocation money, Tam, no, right. You have general allocation money, right. Gam, right. And you have Carrie Underwood money. So, no, okay. No, let's, that's, let's that's there. not no, no, <laughs> we, no. I thought was that too I, obvious. Did we prep for that one? I don't know. That? I don't know. I, mm. okay. Uh, moving, moving on. on. Yeah, let's go. Uh, <laughs> Hello, Los Angeles, and welcome to the 2026 World Cup. Um, not surprising, although there were certainly some scare-like articles out there that maybe Los Angeles wouldn't be picked because they don't have a field wide enough and blah, 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 yeah. blah. We all know that SoFi Stadium has a problem with field width. We were very well aware. We also know that it's it's artificial turf, right? It's a turf field, Correct. right? The whole deal. So let me tell you, all of the stadiums that were picked today, a lot of them are artificial turf. Atlanta, Dallas, like, right? There's a whole bunch of artificial turf. They're going to put real grass in them. Now, the bigger deal with SoFi is, I think they have to tear out some suites, some lower level suites in order to get the size of the field. They're going to do that because that's how lucrative this will be yeah. for them to have. Um, if you're all well aware, uh, in 1994, uh, the Rose Bowl hosted one of the finals. So in 1999, by the way, the, the Women's World Cup as well, uh, hosted finals at the, at the Rose Bowl. My dad was at the 94 World Cup final. Um, and so were you there? Not at the final. I was at, I was at USA versus Romania at the Rose Bowl. So everyone caught World Cup fever with that USA, uh, you know, tying and then beating Colombia. And everyone needed to be at that Romania game where, you know, got to see Georgie Haji out on the field. So there's a name, uh, you know, blast from the past. So that was my, my, my claim to fame as being a part of the, 
1994 World Cup was at the the Rose Bowl game there. Well, the so so what's going to happen is uh, SoFi Stadium is going to host some games. It seems like uh, the Rose Bowl may be part of as Eric and I were talking before this a facilities deal, right? So sort of like, hey, you could practice here, you could do it. Correct. But uh, thank the Jesus, there's going to be no games there. Josh hates the Rose Bowl. It's a well known <laughs> fact. Um, well, it has a lot of history. It's, yeah, I, it's just a, a modern era. I think you saw with with Germ- when Germany hosted, they had their original Olympic stadium. That's where they had the final. So you think, you know, if the Rose Bowl were to host a game, you wouldn't be against it. But I think the way modern football, modern soccer, you know, (laughs) caught myself there, uh, the way it's going, like you want the highest, you know, state of the art, you know, most beautiful stadiums. And SoFi is a beautiful stadium. And it's one of the most expensive stadiums. I think it is the most expensive stadium, $5 billion stadium. And one of the sad parts is, is there is obviously some oversight when they designed that thing, because it has about you know, 12 different configurations for concerts and adding on seats and other venues, but they didn't take into consideration, you know, a soccer field. And that's, that's unfortunate because you would think, you know, in Los Angeles with a, knowing a world cup is, you know, possibly on a horizon or Olympics or something like you, you have to at least make a possibility. So it's unfortunate that that wasn't originally there, but like you said, it's lucrative enough that they're going to, you know, make the changes to make it wide enough so it fits. Uh, especially from a uh, from a guy uh, like Stan Kroenke who owns a a soccer team, like yeah. like a, like multiple <laughs> soccer teams, and you would think yeah, maybe that he wasn't would, on his radar. No, he's like, nah, I don't, I don't care about that. So, um, SoFi Stadium. So that means you know Los Angeles. The the cool thing is um, a lot of I, I think a lot of really fun venues. I think Vancouver and yeah. Seattle are are really awesome, and I love that they're right next to quote unquote right next to each other. They're within <laughs> travel to each other. So if you were in that. Pacific Northwest, you could travel two games and two venues in that sort of say. Same thing with Boston, New York, and Philadelphia on the uh, on the East Coast, right? They're all sort of within a train ride of each other in order to make it there. Uh, Kansas City gets the center of the uh, of the United States draw, as does Dallas, and congratulations, Dallas over there, and Houston. So Dallas and Houston, Dallas and Houston are not close together. Um, but they're, no, they're, they are not, they're, but, uh, they're going to pretend that they're going to be close together. So, um, so that's so that way they can sort of do it. Um, Atlanta, Miami, let me, let me finish and I'll, I'll go, yep. um, Atlanta, Miami on the East coast. Um, and then, uh, the, uh, Toronto up in Canada, Monterey, Guadalajara and Mexico city, uh, down in Mexico. So a three country hosting first time it's ever been done. Um, so 16 venues overall or 16 host cities, I should say. And, and there's a whole bunch of little things that sort of happen in there. You would expect that Dignity Hill Sports Park will also uh, host teams, be training facilities, practice facilities, all that sort of thing. I would imagine that this time uh, in four years, this time in four years, that all of Dignity Hill Sports Park will be just filled with soccer teams. Um, And so it should be pretty interesting to see. I think that's kind of one of the the things that maybe goes underrated with the the cities who missed the cut because you had Edmonton who missed out, DC or slash Baltimore, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, Nashville, Orlando, Denver, those all missed out. And you have to think about like the infrastructure. There's going to be 48 teams, so it's jumping from 32 teams to 48 teams. When it was back here in '94, it was only 24 teams. So you know it's doubling in size by the time it gets here. And so you need a lot of infrastructure in place. You need a lot of college campuses. I know with the Dallas bid, there's a lot of you know there's the FC Dallas Stadium. There's a lot of college campuses they're leaning on. There's, uh, you know, the AT&T Stadium, which is obviously going to host some games as well. So it's not just SoFi Stadium. It's all the infrastructure around. And so a lot of these kind of other cities probably didn't have that infrastructure in place. So you think of something like a Nashville, who, you know, who's kind of bursting onto the scene. You know, they're now a soccer city right. ready to go. Well, they probably don't have 
the facilities around that city, you know, to make it work. And especially with the amount of traffic that's going to be coming in, it's going to be, you know, 80 games, you know, people from 48 80, different countries. 80 games. It's, yeah, it's going to it's going to be kind of wild. And to your point, as far as like the regions, I do like the way they split it up. So the eastern region, it's Boston, Miami, New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Toronto. So all, if you're, you know, grouped, whatever your World Cup group is, you're going to if you're in that one of those stadiums, you're going to play in that region. And then the central Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, Kansas City, Mexico City and Monterey, they're all going to be grouped together. And then the western region, Guadalajara, L.A., San Francisco, Seattle and Vancouver, that's going to be one area. So depending on you know what your World Cup group is, you're going to stay in your particular region. Uh, it is, uh, it, it's crazy. Here's, here's one of the things, no stadiums have to be built for this, right? I mean, all these stadiums are existing and that's something that FIFA normally doesn't have. If you look at Qatar, I think they're building most of the stadiums that have to be also Qatar is like the size of like New York city, slightly bigger. It's actually bigger than that. It's like the size of well, Maine or something like that. Right. And, so, and then you talk about infrastructure in place. I think I saw a piece today. I forget which, uh, where it came from, but they were basically saying, you know, six months away or about six months away, it still looks like a work in progress. It's, it still doesn't look like it's finished. And that's why the U.S., to their advantage, whenever there's any drama about, you know, a tournament dropping out, well, the U.S. can host it because, yeah, the stadiums are all ready to go. You're, <laughs> yeah. We're not building a brand new stadium that needs to have air conditioning flown in. It, like, it, it already exists. It's just a matter of renovating or updating or, you know, shining shining the wheels on the outside. Yeah, uh, really interesting. I know a lot of people are sort of uh, flummoxed at the fact that you have a national capital that's not part of this. If I remember the bid correctly, uh, D.C. didn't actually have a field in that where they were like, oh, we're going to have it at what wherever Washington wherever the commanders feel is that that's well i think they were going to do where the ravens play. yeah which the, was in baltimore, baltimore. Yeah, yeah which is in baltimore so it wasn't like it was a dc based it was going to be baltimore which if you are in washington dc or you have been around there you have traveled and i just got back from there baltimore is not washington dc and they will quickly tell you that right They'll this let is you know yeah this is you know you know this is uh, and it's not just like a los angeles argument where there's this wide sprawl baltimore is its separate thing <laughs> um out there dc is its own thing Baltimore is its own thing. So, yeah, um, you know, that's going to tell the LAFC fans that Inglewood's not in LA. Oh, so it's not they're, they're, the world cups, not technically in LA. Oh man. What's <laughs> whatever will we do? Um, one of the things that's crazy though, and just real quick on, and f- finish up this world cup stuff. Cause I want to get to the, um, the TV deals. Uh, one of the things that's crazy is the highest attended world cup ever was in 1994. Uh, that was the one 3.6 million people, and that was over 52 games. If you look at the rest of them, Brazil, 3.4 million, over 64 games. Germany, 2006, 3.4 million, 64 games. South Africa in 2010, 3.2 million, 64 games. We're talking 80 games. 80 games. The highest attended World Cup will be this 2026 World Cup. And it's going to blow the numbers out of the water. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it doubles. So look, you're looking at close to 7 million whenever this all goes because you have the additional games and you have the large stadiums and you have all these things. So I'm excited. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever be able to afford tickets to a Los Angeles <laughs> match. Um, that's maybe I might maybe flying somewhere might be the better say, option. Come um, to Dallas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So there, there's lots of sort of things that you could see. And, you know, there's there's no we have not seen Eric um, and they haven't announced yet, like who's going to host round of 16 games, yeah, who's going to semifinals, quarterfinals, the finals. Uh, if I had a final guess, and we were just we were discussing this in the discord beforehand. Um, I would say either Atlanta, right, because covered field. East Coast, okay, right, and Coverfield, the East Coast, because you're looking at timing, time zones, time zones mm-hmm. right, the whole deal. 
Um, I would look at Dallas because I think you can play. You could play like a 2 p.m. kickoff for a World Cup final in Dallas and and Jerry's World out there ho- yeah, holds about 100,000 people if you really wanted to make it. Correct. Talk about permutations and stadiums and how you can f- configure it. Right. Yeah, that for sure will so, get there. So those are my two and I am very much thinking that LA will not host the final because they h- held the final last time yeah. um, in 94. And so I think they might get a semifinal or a quarterfinal for sure. Uh, I they, think a a yeah. semifinal is in the run, yeah. running. And I think New York is also probably in the running for a final as well for, to, for that time zone discussion. Yeah. I think that's that definitely puts them, uh, gets gets some favorable favorable mention. But what's crazy is we're four years away from like right now. Uh, four years um, it's, away. It's exciting. And, and here's why I'm excited about it and why we're talking about it on the show. It's like, what does this have to do with the galaxy? Well, it's it's going to transition right it, into our next topic. So yeah. It, it, in, in 1994, MLS did not exist. And, you know, obviously part of winning the bid was that they were going to create a league. So it really captured a lot of fans. You know, I, I was part of that. I was a young kid when it came and, it, you know, I was already into soccer, but that just, you know, kickstarted me further and put me more into the sport. And so it kind of started this, you know, MLS 1.0 and people who became soccer fans because of it. Now you already have a soccer foundation, some, some things built in the U S is, is more of a soccer country now than they were, you know, going on 30 years ago. So now it's going to kickstart it even further. You're going to have another group of kids who grow up and go to these games who it's going to be more embedded in the culture. People are going to say, Hey, what's going on in my city? Let's go check this out with, you know, with all the soccer fests, fan fests, thing that they have going on, people coming from different country, it becomes a party. It's a showcase. And I think this can bolster the league even further and, and help them grow. And that's why this is important. And that leads right into our next topic of discussion. Yeah, the uh, MLS came out, of course, on a Tuesday right after the show, right? It was like, hey, Josh's, <laughs> Josh releases a show and he releases T-shirts. And 10 minutes later, MLS is like, we have reached a 10-year deal with Apple. And it's like, wow, okay. So I guess this is happening. So um, it was crazy. <laughs> By the way, uh, I would like to tell you that a lot of times I get a pretty good heads up when something like this is coming. I got the announcement from the press release in my mailbox to sort of say that this is here and this is now and it is happening. And then I got approximately 15 minutes warning from that to hop on a conference call with Don Garber and Eddie Q um, and some of the other people uh, around Major League Soccer to talk about this. That's that's how under wraps this was sort of kept it was <laughs> but, quiet and i don't know if anybody had a big heads up that it was coming because i usually get cued off to that stuff well we knew that apple was in the running we knew they were in the conversation and i think maybe a week ago we there were rumors coming out that the the deal was off that apple didn't like you know what M, what mls or they weren't offering what mls wanted to get so i don't know if that was a negotiating tactic they you know put that out there but it it, it seemed like apple was in the running and then they weren't and then okay now the deal's done so some we know with galaxy rumors sometimes that's exactly how it goes it's this is a rumor oh nope he's definitely not coming and then the next day well he, he's in la he's doing the physical so yeah, he's it, already it's kind here. of <laughs> how these things work we, we've come to learn so I, I think it's exciting news uh you know getting getting a big company like apple involved and their infancy in the streaming market. I think this is going to be a really good thing, positive thing for the galaxy. I know a lot of people, you know, it's, there's no one who's like, yeah, I'm okay with it. People either love it or, or they hate it. And I think both you and I are in the camp where we love it. I, I think it's, I think it's good. I think there could be some hiccups, right? This is a gamble. Um, I like the gamble though, in this particular case, I like it. So here's the deal. Uh, what we know right now is it's a 10 year deal. So basically it'll start in 2023 and it'll end in, t- in 2032. Wow. We'll all be really old whenever that ends. <laughs> uh, it'll end in 2032. Uh, this is a worldwide rights deal. That means every right the that MLS has to every single game, local, 
um, you know, national, anything like that. It is 100% to Apple. And uh, it was it was interesting. I was on the conference call and they were going through some of the stuff and they said one of their big things that they were trying to do, Eric, was they were trying to make sure that all the rights expired at the same time. So all the deals they were negotiating for everything. That means not just here in the United States. That means for their overseas deals as well. They were making sure that all that stuff um, happened at the same time and expired at the same time because that's the only way that they thought perhaps it would be palatable to somebody. Now, Don Garber says that whenever they started looking at this five years ago, they had one logo up on the on the white bar and it was Apple. Well, and, uh, sure, I'm sure it was just Apple and that was it. <laughs> We've heard that Amazon was interested. Perhaps Turner yep. was interested at some point. You know, there was, there was a lot of different sort of machinations that we saw that perhaps some guys, uh, some of these companies would be interested, but we also heard that ESPN was not thrilled about it and we talked about mm-hmm. viewers numbers and how if we go just go off of LA Galaxy viewership numbers there's no one who should want to carry the LA Galaxy games nobody watches them right and <laughs> well and MLS yeah. in general writ, writ large kind of the ratings uh, you, you know Apple's not getting into this because it's a ratings bonanza and they're going to adopt it I think Apple sees this as an opportunity to grow and I say th- I think when you look at the other options and yeah like you said maybe Don Garber had the Apple logo on it but but maybe it was just on I his think, computer yeah, that's really what it was when, when, when you look at you know, ESPN and especially where they bury their soccer coverage mm-hmm. on ESPN plus, like it d- doesn't seem like that was going to be innovative or exciting. So I'm at, you know, ESPN probably didn't want to put their best foot forward they didn't. to get MLS and MLS probably it doesn't benefit from them getting it as well. Someone like Amazon, they're just getting into the market sim- similar to Apple. So there's untested waters there. Paramount, I'm glad they didn't get that wasn't sniffed because that that's been kind of a disaster, their coverage. Uh, you know, with with soccer streaming, at least from my user experience. So right. I think this is something where Apple can be innovative. They could look at MLS as like a, a pet project almost, and not to talk down on MLS, but you know, they can work out some kinks on on some of these things. And maybe Apple's looking to the future for something like you know the NFL or the NBA, and to think bigger. But MLS is a good you know a good place to kind of work out those kinks and and figure things out. And to your point, it has the global reach. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people overseas in the UK who surprisingly do follow, you know, MLS. It was total, a totally different rights package. So the fact that they're going to be able to get this and regardless of what country you're at, and I think there's probably going to be some restrictions. But if you have Apple Apple TV Plus, then you're going to be able to have access to MLS, which is a positive. You know, yes, it's not on traditional, you know, cable or, or your traditional, you know, over the air type thing, but it's going to be accessible. If people want to access it, it's going to be accessible. Well, and here, by the way, we got a super chat from uh, John and John gives us a $7 and 14 cent super chat. I have, I happen to imagine that he's trying to get a seven one four um, in yeah, there. That's, like, that's yeah. how I read it. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, he says the deal's okay. Uh, Garber under under delivered uh, money um, in the promise. I only watched the G cynic says commoditize Adidas FC names, but like court, but I like the cord cutting and assume good production, you know, sort of the goal cam. Here's the, here is the money on, on this and I think this is important to note because uh, this is a different contract. This is a guaranteed minimum. All right, so this is a guaranteed minimum contract, and right now they're saying 2.5 billion, 10 years, so 250 million dollars a year for 900 plus games per year, no blackouts. Now, what does that mean for you, the watcher? Is that if you are a season ticket member, it's going to be included in your season ticket. This may be Which the huge, biggest yeah. benefit to being a season ticket <laughs> member that has ever happened. Um, certainly, it, with with those benefits 
receding constantly and it costing a lot of money. This might be the best reason to be. We don't even know what the package price is going to be. We have no idea. I don't know if it's going to be $5 a month. I don't know if it's going to be $60 a year. I don't, you know, I don't know how they're going to sort of yeah. put it together, which by the way, that math is the same. Um, so uh, whenever you look at this, how you do it, but it's not related to Apple TV in that you don't have to be an Apple TV plus uh, member. It doesn't matter. That That's not the important part. Oh, yeah. Is that, is, is, are we sure? So that, that's some of the kinks. So so that's what I'm wondering is if I have, and that was kind of my issue with it when I heard the news and John in the chat says the seven, it's not 714, it's for Robbie Keane, 7 oh, and 14. Of course. Two numbers he wore the galaxy. Right. Shame on us. Shame for, on us for, for not having our Orange County bias yeah, on that. That was, that was uh, me. That was my bad. <laughs> but what was I saying? Uh, <laughs> you No, you were talking about how the, the different like sort of what am I going to pay? Like, and how well, am, am I going to get pay? access? So here, yeah. here was my issue with it. When I, when I heard about it at first, I think, okay, Apple TV, if you already have Apple TV, then you're, you, set, you're, set, you're good yeah. to go. Yeah. But that's not, that's not the you, case. No. Then they said, wait, this is an additional service. It's additional month bundle. So if I have Apple TV, I now have to get the additional bundle, which right. I wasn't crazy about that. The reference that I, that I made was I like the Peacock model when they absorbed, you know, the English Premier League and WWE, you didn't, that wasn't an additional WWE channel that you right. needed or an EPL channel. It just, you have Peacock, you get whatever's under the umbrella. And that's what I thought this was going to be. And it's probably what I would have preferred. The fact that it's not, that makes it a little bit different. But right. to your point, if you don't need, if you can just buy the MLS, whatever right. package, it is, whatever package it's going to be, gonna yes. call it mm -hmm. and just get that separately, then that's a win because I was one who was saying I'd pay $50 a year or right. $75. Hopefully no one at Apple or MLS is, is listening. listening yeah. Yeah. I, I'd pay much less than that. I wouldn't go higher than that, but realistically 50 to $75 a year to have access to all the MLS games, no blackout. I'd pay for that service, like an NFL style ticket anyway. Right. So if it's included with Apple TV, great, that's a win. Uh, and if you're an MLS diehard fan, then that might be worth it anyway. And so right now today, if you get Apple TV, it's four ninety nine a month or forty nine ninety nine for the year. So right. you get a little discount if they get the yearly. So it's it's going to be in that range probably, you know, <laughs> given inflation or, or whatever happens moving forward. So I think from that perspective, it is a good deal. Uh, and the people people will say, well, you're you're pushing out fans who are not going to be able to see it on regular TV. But I think I had this conversation. I went had a back and forth as well, where I think the casual soccer fan in America is a myth. Like the guy who wake, it's a myth. Yeah, I don't think the people who wake up at four a.m. to to watch proper football, to watch you know their footy with you know their London clubs. I don't think they're ever going to like MLS. There's no winning them over by having the game on TV and the ratings show that. So make it accessible. The people who are already in, like myself, like yourself, like a lot of listeners of the show, the people who are interested, let's just make it available to them. And if they have to you know, go through their hurdles, they're willing to jump through their hurdles. Get the audience who wants to be a part of it. Don't try to get that right. casual audience. And I think the misnomer also is, you know, this channel surfing, you know, like that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. I think, you know, I was thinking about like my kids, they're I don't, much I don't more likely, surf. They're, they're much more likely to stumble upon, you know, highlights on YouTube or stumbling on an app on Netflix or something like that. than you know, channel surfing and figuring something out on, on regular cable. So I think from that perspective, this is a better move and you're going to probably bring in more fans uh, than the old school way of thinking where, well, if the game's just on ESPN, you're going to get more people to watch. Mm. Not necessarily. Yeah. No, that's not necessarily you, you, how it works anymore. We're in a new world. You you get that. Well, it was funny. Uh, Larry, Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, came to my office on, was it Tuesday? Yeah, it was Tuesday. Uh, we had lunch. Um, so Larry's doing well, um, is talking and he was, and it was right after this. So obviously he walks in and he goes, what do you think about the TV deal? So we started talking about it and he goes, I'm worried that you're not going to be able to channel surf and stumble across MLS. And that's what it's going to get you hooked. And I'm like, I'm like, 
Larry, I don't channel surf anymore. Ask me the last yeah. time I watched like regular TV. I just go to the streaming demand. service yeah. wherever I want to go and I just pull it up. And the only thing I watch on regular TV anymore is sports. That's it. But it's also destination, right? Because I know I'm going to ESPN. I know I'm going to Fox Soccer um, or Fo FS1 Fox Sports. I wish I wish we still yeah. had Fox Soccer. <laughs> um, I knew where you were going. So there's no channel surfing. I'm not stumbling. I stumble across games in streaming more than I do on a like channel surf. So I don't channel surf. So let's let's throw that out. But I don't think that's a that's a proper growth way. And it hasn't been a growth way. Have we seen the growth in 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 viewership because of that? No, we haven't. No. Well, and that, that's the thing. We, we haven't seen – that has been tried by ESPN and ABC and Big Fox and all those things, and you haven't seen the numbers increase. And so I think from that perspective, it's time to maybe think of a different option. The joke that I was going to make or what I was thinking of, we say, oh, people don't channel surf anymore. This is a new – you know, world, and then you've you know, rating TV ratings will come out. No, Blue Bloods and Young Sheldon are the number one yeah. shows, and it's like, wait, who watches that? And yeah. it's the Larrys of the world, people who yeah. just leave their TV on. <laughs> and so there is some rationale to that. That you know, there are people who do that, and just whatever's on CBS at eight o'clock, their 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 TVs are going to be tuned on there. But I just don't think that's that's going to be around for much longer. No, and and I think that's going away. Here's here's some of the things. Let me let me tell you how some of this is going to work because I know the chat room's been talking about it. Uh, Apple is going to allow some of their TV plus their Apple TV plus viewers to get some of these games for free. So you won't have to be subscribed. They're going to broadcast a certain number. And I would imagine maybe it's something like 20 or 30 games, maybe even more than that on Apple TV plus. But you're not going to know if you if you're like, oh, I'm a Galaxy fan. You're not going to be able to get all the games that way. Right. Because yeah. not every Galaxy game is going to be a quote unquote in, in this like free or tier tier. Then even outside of the Apple TV plus. So we're so we're in one level, right? You have an Apple TV plus subscription. You're going to get some MLS games. Cool. All right. Then you go back out to that. So let's talk about free. You have an Apple TV, uh, the actual hardware. They're going to show some of those games for free, basically for free on the outside free tier. So some games and maybe it's like 20, right? 20 games yeah. are going to be on that. The only way to get every single game, which I'm excited about, by the way, this is not just MLS games. This is the League's Cup games. Right. This is MLS True. Next that, Pro has some of that stuff and MLS Next. So you have some Academy games and those are going to be select number of games, not every game, but they're going to pick some of those as well. Nine hundred plus games for a subscription and that you're going to pay for and that's going to go. And that's how they're building this. This is, as I said, a guaranteed minimum, two hundred and fifty million dollars a year. The thing is, and Don Garber specifically said this, it says as we build out our subscriber base. Right. And remember. What, what are we talking about here, Eric? We're not talking about just L.A. We're not talking about just the United States anymore. We're talking about worldwide. They're trying to build a worldwide subscriber base. There's going to be people in the U.K. who pay for this because they like MLS and they're, they want every single game. There's going to be people in, um, in some Asian countries who bet on MLS like you wouldn't believe that are going to have this subscription and do stuff. Now, there's some really good points that people brought up. Well, how am I going to do a watch party? Right? How am I gonna? Uh, we're gonna, we want to go to a bar. Is the bar gonna have this? More than likely, the bar is gonna have this. All right. Now you may have to go in and say, "Hey, bar, you're gonna need to get this type of thing." Yeah. Was that a fire stick? It's a fire stick. Yeah. You go, there you go. Walk into the bar and say, "Here it is." I'm plugging in the back of the TV. This has saved me. You know, now that I've been traveling for work, and people have been asking in the chat, "Well." You know, if you don't have an Apple device, Doesn't how are you going to get it? Doesn't I have matter. a Samsung TV. I can get Apple TV. The you, Fire Stick is able to get Apple TV. So a Apple TV is not closed to Apple and, like it used to be. And yeah. also, I would like to point out that but going to a, a website, you can go to tv.apple.com. You're talking about through the web browser. This is a web browser. That means any 
I'm sure a Linux computer will 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 do this, right? You don't have to have it. TV.apple.com gets you into this. That's how simple it is. So this is truly accessible to everybody. I don't want to hear that, oh, I have a and phone, then, then if, you know, the whole deal. Yeah. And I see it in the chat. Well, I don't like Amazon. Well, get a Roku. Yeah. Ro- Roku I don't does the same fuck. trick. You don't you can do You're all of these something. things. Yeah. This is the, smoke signals. You, you know. Can, you can literally just go to a website and cast it to your it, yes, is it going to be the best quality? No, it's not. But you're going to be able to do it. The bottom line is that there are going to be like 30 different ways for you to be able to do this. And if you're like, well, I can't do any of those ways, then you, you know what? Give up. Give up. Yeah. You don't get to watch well, anymore. And that's why I shout out to Darren in the chat. He says, but how does he record it on his VCR? That's great. That, I think we need to boot him. Do you we need to kick him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get get Darren, him out of here. Darren, Darren, <laughs> actually, I've heard that what should happen is all these games will be on demand. So after they you go be. back and watch any game that you Imagine want in the season, easily done, able to do it. And I would also like to say that if you look at, um, you know, what could possibly be coming for this, I would hope one of the big things that you're talking about is this whip around show. And this is this is huge. This is what this blew my mind when I heard it. Most of the games and whenever I say most of the games, they said the lo- the vast majority of the games are going to be on Saturday nights. How much how often have we complained about a schedule that keeps giving yeah. the galaxy games on Sundays <laughs> or games on Friday nights or games on Thursday nights? The vast majority of the games are going to be Saturday nights. If they're a midweek game, they're on Wednesday nights. I That's love it. That. That's yeah, it. That's an underrated part of the deal. It's like you get Wednesdays and Saturday consistency because that's also is there a Friday night MLS? Is there Sunday afternoon MLS? I think when you know what you're going to get, you know, and you're going to run into some issues when you go up against, you know, big competition when other sports are happening. But at least, you know, OK, this is happening on this date. I think that is another underrated part of the deal. And then here's here's I mean, this part, I, it may have it got me a little excited, a little worked up. I was flush. I was flush across the cheeks whenever <laughs> I heard this. Um, they're going to do a whip or a whip around show. What a whip around show, a whip around show. Um, not just any whip around show. Uh, Don Garber mentioned this and I think I forget who else was with him mentioned that it could be up to six plus hours of a whip around show. When you figure that you have 14 games that get played yeah, on a Saturday and, time zones. and different mm-hmm. time zones and you have multiple games going on at the same time, you could have six plus hours. I have been complaining as somebody who's supposed to vote weekly on player of the week. I can't. Because I can't watch 14 games. It's impossible to watch 14 games. And then what we end up doing is we end up choosing people by... By, oh, well, he scored three goals. Good job. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Who had the best <laughs> offensive performance? You like it's every once in a while a goalkeeper will do something that's so crazy that we'll be like, yeah. well, he wins. When they have 12 saves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. He wins, uh, you know, player of the week. I feel bad even voting in that, and I really don't vote that much anymore because I can't watch the games. You give me a whip around show that I'm able to put on the TV. I'm not saying I'm gonna be glued to it for six plus hours, but you know that's gonna be a background background thing. And whenever things start getting exciting, let's go to let's go to Nashville where Dave Romney has just scored his seventh goal of this match. You know, like the whole deal. And they show they show the whole thing. So um by the by the way, I also want to say this just because we said every game Saturday and Wednesdays doesn't mean there won't be exceptions. I would imagine the Galaxy still get a July 4th game, right? I imagine they're not going to take that away from them. That's special. That's something that's happened. We'll see, but I imagine that's not going to be an issue. One other thing is that ESPN and Univision are still bidding for the rights. Now, don't expect it to be very lucrative, all right? Because the games that they're doing will be simulcast into Apple TV. You Again, zero blackouts. You're not going to have to go anywhere else. If you have the Apple TV package, it doesn't matter if ESPN has the game. You can watch it on Apple. 
um, the whole deal. Every um, so those could also shift some games where if you're a nationally televised game for let's say over the air on ESPN or something like that, then you would shift maybe to a Friday night or a Sunday. So there's still a possibility yeah. that it won't completely work for the Galaxy the yeah. way that they are on national TV. And and it wouldn't surprise me if there are some marquee rivalry games that they did on a Sunday or on a Friday to kind of pump it up or make it a thing. I would imagine that that would be part of the deal. But you also mentioned some of the games being sold to, to ESPN or, or maybe Fox Sports. We talked about Fox, Fox know, apparently is out. I heard well, Fox is out. I'm just telling I, I you only that. Yes. I only mentioned that to bring up the joke that they should be brought up on war crimes for their soccer coverage because it's just abysmal on all fronts. It's so watch cringy. TUDN, watch watch even Fubo. Fubo's coverage of the, of the UEFA uh, Nations League has been fantastic. But to that point, Apple taking over production is also huge. You know, I know, you know we have so our the, producer so, friend. So they're not, the games though. being Just remember oh, that. So, but, but they did say the games are being produced in 1080p. Right. So you're, you're at least going to get... Right. Apple's not going to put something no. that looks like it was, you know, filmed on a, a, a Motorola Razor. You know, they're, they're going to give you high-quality video. And I think the benefit will be when those games do go to Univision or TSPN, you'll have good quality, you know, when it comes to VAR and we need to see those reviews. I think that video quality, at least... Uh, you know, I expect good things from Apple from that. Okay, so here is how that production is going to work. MLS will produce all the games, right? So the one reason they're doing that is there's like they first of all, it's money, right? If you can have all the central production, that means you will have some remote crews. By the way, that's a thing that's happening now and is never going away. I don't like it, but that's what's going to happen. Uh, I would imagine that they have anywhere between six and ten standard crews that are going to do every single game now. Here is the rub, Joe and Kobe, beloved Joe Totino, Kobe Jones, and the thing. There is no local TV anymore with this, right? Local TV goes away. No more local TV. Bye-bye. See you later. Have a nice day. They're not doing it. I don't know if they're going to have sideline reporters because of this, right? So mm -hmm. I don't know if you're going to get the sideline, sort of the traditional feel of how yeah. we've sort of seen these things. I don't know. Now, very well, they could. I'm just telling you, I don't know if they're going to have those, okay? Now. But it could be a rotating cast of your... MLS talking heads or if they expand yes. their network to other you could get sideline reporters but it's going to be like your like you said your five or six right your team right and depending it, on where they're at that city they're covering it. all that production will be centralized I imagine they're going to put it in, in Atlanta where their VAR facility is that makes sense to me I was talking with our production buddy as well and he was like that would cut down on transmission costs it makes a lot of sense to me mm -hmm. um so that's something to sort of pay attention to the fact that Joe and Kobe quote-unquote don't have a job anymore is real I don't want to I don't want to sugarcoat that because I think a lot of yeah. I have been very optimistic that there are ways around that. And here's the way around it. Um, there is going to be audio options on this. Every game right now that takes place in, uh, in Major League Soccer will be broadcast in English and be broadcast in Spanish. OK, those are two things. If the game takes place in Canada or has a Canadian team, it'll also be broadcast in French in two years in 2025. 20, I think they're going to add Portuguese to that as well. If you imagine sort of what, how you're covering different areas of the world, whenever you start adding in like Brazil and Portugal, right, I know right? Bra and Brazil is big into MLS. Right. I know there's a big following there. Right. So so there's there's that type of thing. So all that stuff is happening. Here is the rub that could get Joe and Kobe back doing games. There is the ability, and they made a special point of this, that there's going to be a drop-down menu, and you're going to be able to choose the local radio option and either team, right? So if either team has it, the yeah. local radio, 
Okay, and MLS has mandated, even though the LA Galaxy have tried to kill off their radio because there is no radio. You, you can't like it's dial it in. It's on YouTube. It's on Sirius XM sometimes, mm. right? It gets carried there as well. So those things, that's how it happens. Christian Miles is the guy who does that a lot yep. whenever Joe and Kobe are on it. And then uh, Joe will do it whenever there's a national televised game, that type of thing, right? So you Or see, you'll have Joe and Christian, which yeah, or, they or, did at LA Galaxy too this past weekend. Absolutely. So, so you have those, right? If they put Joe and Kobe on the radio, you would then be able to go over to that audio and pull up that audio and watch that with your game. That's the only way I see right now that Joe and Kobe stay. Okay. And, and I think that's fine. That's okay. And I, I think that's your way around it. And I think Galaxy fans, of course, are going to tune into that feed if they're watching the game. And I, I think that's a, that you're right, the workaround to keep them involved and to keep them around. You know, it's not as sexy and exciting as, you know, you know, having them on TV and have the proper coverage, but it is, it does keep them right in the fold as in part of, as part of the galaxy There's family. And I think the joke, not the joke that I made, but the comparison, I think the Manning cast when they did that on Monday night football really kind of opened the doors where you can customize your coverage. You can watch the traditional broadcast if right. you want, or you can have, you know, kind of the buddies on the couch watching it. Or if you want to do like your home and home coverage, which is what they're going to do. I think it's a smart move to have all those options on there I, for, I, for all the fans. I have not talked to Joe about this yet. Um, I know that there was concerns among a whole group of local broadcasters that they would be out of jobs whenever this happened. Technically speaking, they are right. They now. are now. Yeah. yeah. Now, I think some of those guys, but I'll tell you the number one voice that I think is going to come over and be the mainstay of Apple's coverage. I think Arlo White is going to come back. That'd be great. Um, and he's doing some live golf stuff uh, right now. He's getting that getting getting that check getting that cash. Uh -huh. Got uh, carry underwear yeah, money. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> and so he's now I think he can come back. I think Apple would be would be smart. And he has a relationship with Apple because of Ted Lasso. The whole yeah. thing. They they know about each other. All right. So yeah, I think that's huge. I think that you could pull over guys being I think Fox is going to go away. I think you might be able to get somebody like John Strong pull over. Um, I think you should get somebody like Taylor Twelman to pull over whenever you do it. I think that they should take the majority of the people that you're already used to being there's going to be so many to have yeah. really good broadcasting crews and I would say that the Minnesota uh, broadcast group um, and I can never remember their names um, are outstanding and they should be a national broadcast they should actually be a team just put these teams and make them really good I think Apple has the money to be able to do that the whole deal here is that in 10 years what does 250 million dollars look like is that not enough for, for Major League Soccer especially whenever you're figuring 30 teams about 8 million dollars per team per year that doesn't count production costs and all that stuff yet. So there's stuff. But remember, the LA Galaxy's local TV contract was $5.5 million, which they would never see again if they yeah, tried to do it. And in fact, I think they're paying Spectrum right now to put them yeah. on TV. That was right place, right time. And then you also have to think of expansion teams. You know, this, the league's going to grow and get more teams probably by the end of the 10 years as well. So that's kind of the the issue there. But I th shout out to Patrick and the chat. He mentioned how NBC's uh, coverage. I think that is the high watermark. It is. And Arlo White's part of that. Oh. I think if you can, if Apple can, if you're going to mimic anybody or try to pull yeah. and steal, you know, ideas from, I think pulling uh, in NBC's ideas because they have their their goal show. Their you know they they have, their coverage is really impeccable and what they do on Peacock as well. All the games are available. You can have the stats on you know the live table right. and the live you know the the goal show where it's kind of like a red zone where it jumps around from game to game. I think. If if it if it looks like how uh, NBC you know presents the Premier League, I think the the ML, this is a really can be a great thing for MLS. Feel the berm. Taylor Twellman is a national treasure. I know you don't like him. He's a trust me. If you if you compare him to everybody else, that's not even close. All right. I'm I also I, also I'm a huge TT fan, so I I stand by I stand by my man. Um, and and 
And yeah. speaking of catching them checks, shout out to him also. I see him spreading his wings. You catch him on Sports Center yeah. doing takes on other sports as well. So I dig that. I respect that. As someone who likes other big sports head. outside of soccer, yeah, I like it. Spread your wings. It's it's that big head. Um, get your so, money, Taylor. Anyway, I don't care. We haven't had Taylor on in a long time. That reminds me I should get him on the show. I love how much people hate him whenever I have him on the show. It is it is <laughs> fun for me. Um, so anyway, so that's going. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. The, one of the things, and Jesus said it in our chat, and I think it's. I was reading some articles. They also pointed this out with Lee. Messi coming over with the World Cup bump. Apple is saying, we're going to pay you $250 million. We told you that's a guarantee minimum. If they make more money off the subscriptions, if it blows up, if they, what do you want to bet that Apple's going to do sort of a drive to survive um, type well, of show like F1? Come on, you can't tell me that everybody's not like have those in the works. The that's show, how you... That's yeah. how you that's how you get people in. It's and I remember uh, I think I haven't seen the LA Galaxy Outsider in the chat yet, but he was mentioning old Apple TV used to actually have I used to watch all the highlights. Yep. That's how I used to catch you could catch every single highlight on the MLS app on the old Apple TV and they used to have little shorts and like MLS I think they called it 60s or right. or 90s or whatever, yep. whatever whatever it was, but I think you absolutely can do uh you know uh, what's the hard knocks type thing? Yes. Would pick a team before yes. every season or how would you, you know, like you said, a drive to survive decision day, come on. cinematic, you know, make it, make it work. Here's, yeah. I, I think that's, that's a no brainer. Here's the deal. Apple is flush with cash. This is a good deal because they're not going to do what spectrum did, which was, Oh wow, we're not getting much traction here. So we're just going to cut back on every single bit of programming, all the shoulder programming. Do you remember what happened at the beginning of the time Warner cable deal? There was programming on, you could watch spectrum all the time. Say, you were, you were on, spectrum. I was on that's spectrum. How, that's how much they, well, they, they were, were just, smart. Yeah, they, they, they were, were smart. Things work. <laughs> um, so that's the whole thing. Um, that is sort of, uh, sort of interesting. The shoulder programming is what we call it, right? Shoulder programming, all the additionals, yeah. like the press conference. That was that was yesterday, right? That the LA Galaxy had media availability. Well, in a perfect world, and Don Garber talked about this, they aggregate that media in their production center, they put it out, and it's there on your Apple TV. You go in, and it's doo, a doo, drop doo, down doo, special and, feature from yep, that game. Yeah, yep, let's go ahead and hear the uh, hear this uh, this this press conference. So that is where that is where this is going. I think that the ability to capitalize on some of these things is huge. Um, that's why the minimum makes sense to me. Two hundred fifty million dollars is nothing to sneeze at. I expect it's more than that. Um, and if it's not like, but that wouldn't, that would mean they have to have success in this subscription. And listen, they're not selling advertising here. This isn't an advertising thing. I'm sure they'll have sponsored segments and do yeah. a whole bunch of things like they normally would. But this is not about selling commercials. This is not about selling, which, which soccer sucks at anyway, because it's 45 minutes and there's like, you know, little tiny ads up on your yeah, little box. You there the nobody little pays it. Yeah, nobody <laughs> pays attention to that crap. So, um, so this, that's not the way they're doing it anyway. They're saying this is global subscription based. That's how it's going. So a lot of things to work out, a lot of things that could be bad. A lot of things that could go wrong. If Apple decides this is a bad deal and they decide they're going to like, they're sort of like, okay, minimum amount of effort and it, it could be bad. That could be anything. But I think that uh, Don Garber mentioned that 80% of watchers of Major League Soccer are already streaming, are already streaming it. 80%. Yeah. So they're going to capture their hardcore audience. They're going to make money off of people like you and me. If you're a season ticket member, it's going to be part of your cost. That's why this makes sense. 900 plus games, no blackouts, no longer wondering. You won't, ha you know what? This podcast will probably go out of business. I won't have to tell you what channel the game is on. I don't even know what and, happens. You know, fingers crossed. If we can figure it out, if they say the game starts at 2.30, kickoff should be at 2.30. Oh, they can, let, they can do just, it. What are they waiting let's for? Let's just make that work. What do we, we're not, we don't have to go to commercial. We don't have to run what? the pregame package. Right. If you're doing the 30 minute pre-show, just let's kick off at game time. Okay. So novel yes, idea. Absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent. That is 
beautiful. Uh, one thing they mentioned, there will be a pregame show, a halftime show, and a postgame show. That's something that we do not have right now that's really of any significance in terms of like usually on the local TV. There's a little lead in. There's not much of an after. There is a halftime. Here's the thing. Uh, they mentioned this specifically. Local teams can go ahead and do a pre-pregame. So you could start a 30-minute show that's an hour before the game. You could have 30 minutes that's like your local, and then it goes to, quote-unquote, the national or the worldwide feed, right? Then it goes through halftime, the whole deal. Then it goes post-game. Then you could have a post-post-game if you wanted to do that. That would be up to the LA Galaxy to do, but they could produce that. They could put it out there, and they could get it done. I'm not saying I'm available, LA Galaxy, to do a pre-game <laughs> or it. a post-game, but I'm saying I'm available to do a pre-pre-game or a post-post-game. So and I'm I here for that. And I was going to say, the chat said maybe the dramatic previews become part of that, some of that pre-pre-game coverage. Right, and Maybe that comes in. Your, I'm your hearing TikToks, there's a chance. Your I'm TikToks? The, yeah, the TikToks, you know, TikTok break. I, th I think we can make this work. I think, I think we've got a good plan. So anyway, so that's this deal. <laughs> this deal is complicated. Um, it is shrouded in a little bit of mystery right now. We don't know. Um, I love the fact that I'm going to be able to get 900 plus games in one spot. Yeah, I am without blackouts. Without no blackouts. blackouts is, it, I think if you I could, were you could go to Mexico negotiating. You could go to Mexico. Yeah. You could watch it from Mexico. I was going to say, that's why my fire stick is out. I have everything packed and ready to go just in case. But but I think going into what did we want out of a new deal? No blackouts. And they got that. And I think everything else on top of the, that the, is gravy, really. The the money is probably like if it was $350 million per year, people would be like, oh, this is this is a real deal. The bottom line but, is no other major sports league in you know, actually in the world has everything in one spot like yeah. this. This is the first. So again, still some games for ESPN, still some games from Univision. Those will be simulcast, no blackouts, you all in one place. And, and let's be let's be realistic too. You know, I, I'm I'm an MLS guy and I support the local game and I want MLS to grow. But you you can look at the ratings, you can look at the interest. This is they're they're lucky to get <laughs> a deal that they got. You right. know, and and I think something that also needs to be considered. There are some players mentioning it. Players are gonna you know. Um, their contracts are going to be up as well, and they're going to be renegotiating their player. Uh, their CBA. Their CBA. There right. we go. Collective bargaining. So I think when you look, oh, well, now you have this Apple money, or what are the incentives for that? So I think that might you know, restructure some of the salary cap stuff and change some of that idea as well. And so if that could help push MLS to kind of get more money out of this as well, to say, hey, we need to you know, pay our players, and there's an increase. I think that could you know, maybe down the line something that impacts this deal as well. Ah, oh, there we go. Um, oh, yeah. Breaking news. Yes. Breaking news. Gold. Christian in the chat. The Golden State Warriors have won the 2022 NBA Finals. And I while have... we are not Golden State, a Golden State Warriors podcast, this is an anti-Boston anything. So, <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? That's you know, good. As long as the Celtics lose, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, I can, I can, I can see, I, I can see that. But also, if you're in our live chat right now you're probably not a fan of this of the the nba maybe, maybe you're watching on the other tv i'm just saying you're not like oh i have to watch the nba finals but you know josh and eric are on so i'm a huge <laughs> fan yeah that's exactly what this yeah. is Counter me and fake clay thompson we're, we're about <laughs> about equal there uh let's get to the la galaxy schedule coming up portland on saturday tuesday night it's going to be la galaxy sacramento uh todd donovan in town again i will say it every time i get a chance future la galaxy president <laughs> todd donovan uh san jose earthquakes away on june 25th and then june 29th LA Galaxy host Minnesota. That is three home games for the rest of June. Two of those are league games. Uh, one of those is a, a U.S. Open Cup game, and then the away, uh, the Cali Classico. Yeah, the Stanford game. I hate that 
stadium. <laughs> a stadium is not a good stadium. Uh, if you're looking at July, July gets busy. Uh, LA hosting Montreal, LA at LAFC, El Trafico, July 8th, just four days after a July 4th game. You know, it wouldn't be the end of the world should there never be another July 4th game because I always feel like they're trying <laughs> to sandwich the LAFC game right around it. Um, so July 8th, July 13th, LA Galaxy hosts San Jose Earthquakes. July 16th, that's three days later, just in case you're paying attention. Um, the LA Galaxy will go to Colorado. Chalk that up as a loss. Um, <laughs> July 24th, the day Do they after. they sell the prairie dogs, the, dead, the deadly prairie dogs? Yeah, Are they still there? The plague? Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. Um, July 24th, the day after my birthday. By the way, belated birthday to Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, who comes on a podcast the day before his birthday but doesn't say anything, which is it's, a... It um, wasn't my birthday yet. It's a I bad was, move. I was being humble. It's a bad move. July 24th, <laughs> uh, LA Galaxy hosts Atlanta United, and then July 30th to wrap it all up, LA Galaxy will travel away to Dallas. That's your game. That's, I'm That's blam- my game. I'm, I'll be there. I'm blaming you. Uh, August is busy as well. We'll catch on August uh, as we continue to go down. Just looking at the standings, Supporter Shields LAFC is in first, LA Galaxy in eighth, uh, just six points behind. It's actually pretty grouped right now through 14 slash 15 games. Some teams have only played 13 games. New York City's at 13 games and at two points per game right now. Remember the LA Galaxy beat them. That's a win that will continue to just get better and better with yeah. New York City <laughs> technically being one of the uh, top teams uh, according to uh, 538. I was looking at that earlier, so um, got that. Eastern Conference, New York City, Philadelphia, Montreal, New York. Those are the top four. Uh, Western Conference, LA Galaxy in fifth. One point behind Austin, who they just be, uh, just beat. Uh, Salt Lake is up there in third, but has played 15 games. They're one of the 15 gamers. Uh, Kansas City has played 16 games and is at the bottom of the table. That hurts. Uh, yeah, that's, that's brutal. That's a, we're Speak- gonna we're gonna keep watching that one. Yes. Yeah. And speak, speaking of uh, uh, 538, they have a less than one percent chance of making the playoffs according to 538 SKC. So, SKC, SKC. Yes. So brutal how, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, it's pretty, I mean, and they've had injuries again, which have, 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 but I mean, last year it was all about the injuries and this year it's not as much, but they're still, they have problems. I, I heard there's going to be some transfer window stuff going on. Um, that was one of the things that we should talk about before we get to the Portland game is that Greg Vanny talking um, about uh, the transfer window again. He is now firmly in the we're getting a central attacking midfielder. That is where he wants to add. He has said it multiple times now. Finally, Yes, we, I think we all convinced <laughs> them, right? You admit it. Yeah, <laughs> I think we all convinced him uh, how it's going. But he says that for sure the LA Galaxy will add one player in this transfer window. It looks like it's going to be that central attacking midfielder or it's going to be in that midfield. Even if it's a box to box, it's going to be in that midfield role. He says with Sasha going out, it shows that we're pretty thin there. Uh, Sasha Kalashin still with the hip flexor. Here is the surprising news. Sega Koulibaly back to full training as of today. I couldn't believe that he was. We thought maybe he was going to be like sidelined forever. And, you know, Cabral had the shirt and we were like, oh, man, maybe Sega's dying. I don't even know. Like, it was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I'll say no. Nobody was happier than when I saw that Instagram post of him back on the field. So my heart skipped a beat. So, uh, boy, boy, I think they're going to benefit from from getting him back because he was really. He, he was tearing it up back there. So happy to have him back. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Provino, by the set, by the way, says uh, on the schedule, don't forget about a July 26th or 27th date for and September date for U.S. Open Cup. So oh, should like, the LA like Galaxy get past like Sacramento it. Republic uh, late July game there? Maybe that I have a feeling there might be some rearranging of schedules if there's another July game that gets added. Was, in there. And, and you know what? It's always going to be Colorado on like a win. It's always Colorado. Right. And it's always on like two. Yeah. They're not going to play Colorado on a Tuesday at 4 p.m. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, on the track and field city. Yeah, it's uh, always something weird like that. It is absolutely 100%. So that's where, uh, so that's, so anyway, so that was where, where sort of the big things uh, out for this game right now coming up against Portland. Uh, Costa is out. Uh, Kleshin is out. Saldana is out, but he's starting to come back. He's he, also back. Yes. Yeah, he's he, not yeah, back, back, but he's getting Gr- closer. Greg says he expects him to make some G2 appearances here shortly. So that he'll do G2, get back into it. By the way, Preston Judd hat trick. Um, Preston Judd is starting to tear apart USL. Um, uh. And so do you, I, do, you, do you remember the Cleveland Browns jersey where they had the different quarterbacks? Yes. And it just it just I think we need that with a G2. We just need, you know, Ari Lasseter, uh, Jack McBean, <laughs> Jack McBean, Augie Williams. Ethan Zub- yeah, Augie Williams. Ethan Zubek. Zubek. We just yeah. we, you know, Jose Villarreal. We could just keep the list going until one of these finally hits. We're going to hit one of them. Well, it's, so, but it's coming. Maybe it's Judd. Maybe it's the prince who was promised. Prince I, and Judd. I do not believe anybody anymore. I refuse to believe that, um, that, that any USL striker can ever do anything in major league. So Ari Lasseter, by the way, is playing very well for Miami, for right Miami. Now. Yeah. But I, I, he finally, 10 years later. Yeah. yeah I was going to say it took a while. <laughs> uh, it took a while. It's some consistent playing for him now as well, though, which is, which is fun to see. So all that is good. Um, so we'll see if the LA galaxy who have been very bad at developing offensive talent can, and do something with Preston Judd, or if he just stays out at G2. Somebody says he needs to be on the bench, and no, he needs to be playing for G2. He's doing exactly what he needs to be doing. I'm just like, uh, so he wins the golden boot in G2, or Pete Viennese suddenly comes in and transfers him to some middling uh, English team in order <laughs> to screw that up again. Um, yeah, we still remember that, by the way. That's still a thing that happened, uh, just because he wanted to see how it would feel. Um, so, you know, that's the thing with Preston Judd. Let's get to this game now, because this is an important game. Um, these are the types of games. Kevin and I talked about it on Monday night, which is it's time to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. So this is a team that you're yeah. supposed to beat right here. They are 12th in the Western Conference. They are 2-2-3 two, two, and three for nine points on the season. They have only one win on the road. They're 1-3-1 and one on the road for four points. The Portland Timbers for this game, 2 p.m. start time, 2.08 p.m. kickoff time, June 18th, Dignity Health Sports Park, ESPN, and ESPN Deportes is where you can find that. Uh, this game is one of those games where you sit there and go, okay, the LA Galaxy should win this game. Now, I went back and watched some of the highlights from the game where the Galaxy went up to uh, Portland and there were two red cards. Mark Delgado got uh, two yellow cards. It was a weird. That was a weirdly officiated game, if I remember correctly. I remember the referee made that a thing. That was not a uh, a stomping of a 3-1 like it looked like. Yeah, that was a lot closer of a game than it needed to be. Yeah, um, it, it was. And and so, yeah, 3-1 was the was the win there. And the LA Galaxy have beat Portland three games in a row, right? This is like you start looking. Now, if you go back before that, the Portland had beat the LA Galaxy three games in a row. So this is very much backside. And if you look at these two teams, they're basically tied um, with each other on overall. So LA with 14 wins, Portland with 13 wins and six draws. I think they each have like 15 goals or something. The, the goals are like exactly the same too. Whenever you look at how it's all sort of come out. So these are two teams that are very, very, uh, close to each other in terms of, you know, uh, what they're doing and how they're doing it. And if you look coming into this game, the galaxy are winners of three of their last seven. It's not like the galaxy have been on fire, but when you add a U.S. open cup win over LAFC, you add that to a dismantling of Austin after going down a goal for one. Yeah. It feels like the LAFC, galaxy should be so much better than what they have been showing uh, but that's that's where the trap that's where the trap comes that, portland comes in with three losses eric this is not a good portland team right now and quite honestly with the front office the way that it is right now and portland fans who just continue to lay into the front office i'm not sure they deserve or should be allowed to be good right now either yeah. they're sort of they're paying some penance for for some misdeeds for sure yeah Whatever the soccer gods are, you know, I think you're, you're right. They don't they don't deserve good, nice things. And you look at their the record. Not only are they on a three game losing streak, the last time they did win was seven two over Kansas City. Yes. So that's the one time. And then you know they lost the game before that. 
uh, to LAFC and they drew with uh, with the Red Bulls. So again, they're not coming in on a hot streak, but the great equalizer is the international break. And so they're going to be rested. They're going to be ready to go. Uh, I think uh, Bill Tuiloma has kind of, you know, we're terrified of him. Uh, he's going to be back because New Zealand did not qualify uh, right. for the World Cup, but but he'll be back and, and ready to go. And he's a, a player that's always one to watch. And the Galaxy, they were on the hot streak, but then they had the international break. So you think, Whatever momentum there was there, are they going to be able to build on that? Are they going to be able to recapture the magic? Maybe Efrain Alvarez, he was scoring a ton you know, a ton of goals on his trip. Oh, Maybe yep. he'll bring that back. He didn't necessarily take a drop off. Julian Araujo finally got some you know, minutes with the Mexican national team. So right. that's a positive thing. Leardem got, you know, he saw the field. So maybe they're not going to be, you know, as rusty. You know, you're not picking up where you left off, but they are still going to have a little bit of that momentum. That's what you hope for. But how many times have we been on this show? This team's coming in with a losing streak. Galaxy are favored on 538. This should be a win. And then, boom, you lose 3-0 to, to Houston. You lose 1-0 on a one counterattack play that Orlando had. So we've been here before. And so I'm just <laughs> – I want to be excited. I want to say, yeah, they should be able to beat this Portland team. They went up to Portland. And at the beginning of that game, they looked to be they in control. Really and, they, yeah. and then they kind of fell apart towards the end and made it – made it closer than it needed to be. So you think, well, if they can be at home, then they'll be able to capture that. But all those things, all the signs pointing to this being a good thing are what make me nervous. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, right? It no. I shouldn't be nervous about it, but I am. You know, you know what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking is, and as looking at Portland, they, you know, Bingham has played one game for them. I'm just like, imagine that he's Bingham in goal. Game? Like it feels like this is his <laughs> 12 game. saves. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and so they're going, uh, Portland, you know, not great on the goalkeeping side. They've been conceding a lot of goals. They are not, here's the problem. And, and we've talked about this. We talked about LAFC in Austin and they want to play Portland very much. will sit back and they will mm -hmm. let you attack. And the galaxy have been really bad against teams like that. Um, the one team they had success over, which was the team that is probably the most sit backish team ever in the history of major league soccer is Nashville, um, where they were finally remember that went deep into the game. Yeah. They finally were able to score a goal. And, and I will say Nashville is much more defensively sound than Portland. So you think if they were able to crack Nashville, they should be able to crack Portland. They should, you know, they should be able to get in behind. But again, <laughs> all these shoulds, you know, I was told never to shit all over yourself. That's, I, I agree hundred percent. It's messy. Um, if you look at what, how they had some success in the Portland game. It was in playing balls in behind. It was Grant Sear getting to the line. Um, Grant Sear had an assist in that game. I think Raheem Edwards had an assist in that game, and Grant Sear got the own goal um, that was should have probably would an assist. It it, yeah. I'm counting that as Listen, a Grant Sear goal yeah, yeah, in, exactly. my, in my heart. Yeah, well, you need to because he doesn't have any other ones. <laughs> um, and so when you look at what they should be able to do, it really lines up well. And again, we said Douglas Costa is out, Kleshin is out, Saldana is out. Those are the outs. The possible, look, Greg Vanny was like, maybe Kulabal. Bali will be ready. For, he was like, no, he's not coming. Play, no, yeah. he should be ready for Tuesday, though. And that was sort of the thing. It's like, OK, cool. The ball will be back on Tuesday. Maybe that's a good good time to have him go against Sacramento Republic, that type of thing. So that type of thing. So you're hopeful that with Costa out and remember, this is something that we talked about, I think, on Monday and maybe even when we talked about on Thursday is you're hoping that Costa doesn't play right now because he was just going to throw a wrench into some things. He the galaxy and the way they're playing right now is with grand Sir on one side and Cabral on the other side and they are stretching and they are running and this could be a good game for that to happen. Now, if Portland condenses like the way that, that I think they are, it's going to be up to Victor Vasquez to break them down, which is again, a scary thing that we sort of put it, but it's not going to be adjusted until that transfer window comes in until you find somebody who's going to come in and be quote unquote a 10. We can argue about how Costa fits into all this whenever that comes about. But I, if I'm the LA galaxy, 
I don't think it's unreasonable for me to say this. If I'm the LA Galaxy, I'm looking for a place to put Costa. I, you're looking to transfer him. And that's crazy being you're just starting his contract coming up very soon because he's still on loan, quote unquote. But yeah. there's, I don't see a way for them to fix what he has over the next two years. I don't. Fair. But counterpoint, I will say that the teams who do play the low block, I think when you want to be a counterattacking, high-flying LA Galaxy, Cabral and Grant are on the outside and then Chicharito getting in behind. Right. That's your bread and butter right now. You're right. We don't necessarily want Costa on the field, which is unfortunate, which is to your point, why you want to shop him. But if you are against a team who is being stingy, I think Costa does provide a benefit. He's not afraid to shoot the ball. He's not afraid to go at defenders. Very rarely does he get past the defenders, right. but at least he's not afraid to go at them. And he's not afraid. So I think when you're able to you know, take the shot from long range, maybe you get a deflection. You know, I, I had an old coach who used to say, put it in the mixer. You just put it in there and then maybe a ball bounces around and something happens. I do think he can benefit a team when you play against a team right. of that style. So I do think there may be a place for Costa, you know, and I don't think you're going to be able to find a home for it. But it's unfortunate because when the Galaxy are firing on all cylinders, he doesn't fit in that mold that we see the LA Galaxy. Here's yeah. my question to you. Yeah. Do we see the four? Do we see four four two? Nope. Do we see two forwards? Nope. Not against Portland, right? Nope. No. I mean, <laughs> listen, if you wanted to do it against Portland, having that having two forwards play off of each other in trying to get in and find middle spaces is not a horrible way to go. Right. Like we talk about when the four four two is coming. This wouldn't be a bad game to say, let's I, do it. I, I'm thinking this team is coming in off a losing streak. This is a team you've beat before. I, I think I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it against here, Danny here, and, and Jovalich saying he wants those minutes. Maybe here's this may be the maybe the time to test it out, but also after a cold streak, after being on a long break, you're going to come and try something totally new. I don't know. Maybe you want to go back to something more familiar maybe, to ease the players into it. Maybe they've been working on it. Maybe they've been working on the 442 this whole time. I mean, I know I know most people in our chat room usually disagree that the LA Galaxy do anything in training that would ever benefit them whatsoever on the field, but maybe they're working on it. Um, the only problem with going to a 442 here is it puts Vasquez on the bench for me. And I think you need a creative guy to be able to find the balls that he usually plays in this particular case. Um, which is why I think I don't. But that doesn't mean that Jovalich doesn't come on in the 60th minute, regardless of the freaking score. That yeah, dude needs more minutes, and you need to. He needs to. You need to. Like he needs to be know that when the 60th minute comes around, he's going into the game. Like yeah, that's I, his I, time. And I think you mentioned it. On, I don't think it was a show that I was on. That you know, is this intentional by Vanny? Is it in, whether it's intentional or not intentional? Whenever he comes on the field, he's his pants. His shorts are on fire. He's ready to go, he's ready to go. because Things he's happen. motivated. He's hungry. He wants to. So you a lot of times see this Galaxy team who doesn't lacks that urgency. Jovalich is not a guy who lacks that urgency. So you, maybe if he doesn't start when he does come on, he is that spark because I think outside of Jovalich, I don't know who else off the bench you bring in to spark your team. He's the only player that I see as like a true game changer yes. spark to change the game yeah. unless Vasquez doesn't start. And and do not play him in this game because you have a game on Tuesday where he's probably going to start. He'd be the starter, yeah. So maybe he gets four, shorter two, minutes so four, he two, can three, start one. the game. Yeah. Four, two, All three, right. one. All, All right. right. There we go. Stop making sense. I don't like this. Uh, if we go over to a 538 when we're looking at this game, let's look at the team overall first. The LA Galaxy with 42.9 rating, which puts them underneath New York City, LAFC, Philadelphia, FC Dallas, New York Red Bulls, and Nashville. Nashville's slightly ahead of them. Um, actually, some some worse uh, offensive side from Nashville and a, and a better... Overall, I think the Galaxy are better than Nashville. I think it will eventually play out that way, but that's sort of where it's at right now. LA Galaxy sitting just above Seattle, if you're paying attention, and Seattle's been slowly climbing back into this. Now, 538 for the game. Eric, what do we got? 
<laughs> we got the LA Galaxy with a 52% chance They're to losing. win. They're losing. Yeah. That was <laughs> and it. then Portland with a 24% chance. So they have, you know, basically a two to one on, on winning the game and then a 25% chance for a draw if you're on Bovada, if you're betting it. The Galaxy are minus 135. Portland are plus 350. So heavy favorites going in to this game against Portland. And you look at the the spread around the league, not the highest winning percentage yeah, to win. So Philadelphia. that makes me feel better. Usually when the Galaxy are like the highest winning percentage to win the game, that's when I get really nervous. So they're kind of, you know, in the middle range of the teams New, who are expected New to New York win. Red Bulls, 64% over Toronto FC is the highest. Yikes. 64. Philadelphia, 63% over FC Cincinnati. That's unfair. Since the FC Cincinnati yeah, has been one of the better been turning teams. it around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seattle and LFC are, are a straight draw. Um, 37, 37 and 25% on the draw. I'm trying to see 60% for Atlanta FC Dallas. There's Inter-Miami. a lot of lopsided games this weekend. Good Lord. Yeah. Atlanta um, and Inter Miami. 60 yeah. to 17. Jeez. Columbus um, and Charlotte. I think, Fun I, times. I think they got, I think, I think the people over at 538 that got drunk over the weekend were just like, it's all lopsided. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. Figure yeah. it out. We'll uh, fix it in post. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Uh, we'll just put it out there fix it later. Uh, LA Galaxy versus Portland Timbers coming up this Saturday. It's a 2 p.m. kickoff time, or 2 p.m. start time, 2.08 p.m. kickoff time, ESPN and ESPN Deportes is where you can find it. So please do. We're going to be out there, or I'm going to be out there. You're going to yeah, be on your way to Mexico, so you, you <laughs> no, nothing. Um, do you remember, do you remember, uh, a why, this is pre-pandemic. Um, in fact, was it the last show that we did before the pandemic hit? It may have been the one we had a, a prom proposal on our show. Do you remember this? Yes. Okay. I do remember this. Okay. Yes. Now, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say their names again because they're no longer together because it's been that long. <laughs> I How's think we going? got an update. Yeah. yeah, that yeah was it's several fine. years yeah, ago. Several years ago that well, yeah, that happened. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, we grow and we keep going. That's yeah. right. That's right. We're strong. But anyway, one of those people will be at the game and I'll finally get to see ah, them in exciting. person. Yeah. So I'm excited to, to see oh, them that's on, awesome. on this week. So, uh, if you want to say hi to me at halftime, I will be there. Bottom of the press box stairs, top 108. I'm there. There's a whole bunch of people who are there just come on over stand talk all we do is discuss the other galaxy uh usually we're shaking our head at, at well let's see most of the time it's like man you know what i think they're playing pretty good i think they're going to be okay and then they get beat in the second half or yeah this team is killing me and then they end up winning the game so yeah that's pretty much our halftime talks yeah i was gonna say i remember many a houston conversation at that halftime so yeah on those decision days so yeah not a lot of great times no, no but that's no, not that's, true that's okay no, but when you get to talk to the listeners it's always always a fun time always a good time outside of the press box there yeah it, are, it, are we going to do our guaranteed to be wrong predictions yeah go ahead give it to me what do you got oh i thought I, okay i'll go first i'm going to say even though everything in the world is saying no i'm going to say this is another 3-1 win for the galaxy i think the galaxy win be. they they have more talent it should than be the portland timbers portland is in shambles this should be a statement hey we're back we're ready to go this is a new LA Galaxy team ready for the second half of the season. If you are going to believe that the LA Galaxy are a playoff team and they're comfortably a playoff team, if you're going to believe that the LA Galaxy have learned something from their last two games, which is all I hear at training, please go listen to the full press conference. Derek Williams will tell you, Greg Vanny will tell you, they'll talk about how the intensity has increased in training, that the responsibility, the way that they're talking to each other. Greg Vanny said something really interesting. He was like, you know, just the way they're sort of like digging each other during the match or during our training, it's like, I'm going to, I'm giving you, I'm giving you some stick right now. And it's one, because I love you and I want you to get better, but it's two, because you're not doing what I know you can do. And I'm going to make fun of you right now to get you to, it's like, it's bully, but oh, it's like, you're it's speaking like, my language. It's a that, little bully, that's like my, right? that, that's my love language on right. the field. Like that's, that's the type of, those are the type of teams where I 
Yeah. This is, I don't know what this says about me, but whenever I had someone like in my ear, yapping at me, yelling at me, telling me to get my hands off my hips and like right. get moved, that, yeah. that's what got me going. Yeah. Even if so you were I'm angry like, at him, like, oh yeah, yeah it's me. It's me. Yeah, Stop the yelling world. at yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. The whole deal. <laughs> so, so there's some of that stuff um, that you can see. And he also mentioned that this team just likes being around each other, um, which is not something we have heard a lot. We heard it, but you never believed it. Right. The whole deal. These guys like being around each other. It's but, clear. And, but when you look at your 2014s, your 2012s, your, those that's a group of guys who like being, who around, liked each being around each other. Yep. And we had, speaking of the pandemic, when we had a lot of these guys on the show, the Todd Dunn events, and uh, you know, I think we had AJ on the show, we had Sean Franklin. When they came on, they talked about that unity and that belonging and the, something. there was something different about those teams. And I think don't sleep on teams saying how much they like spending time together and being, that's a huge part of the game. It is. It is. Um, also, uh, before we get on and I give you my prediction, cause I've told you if we're, in, if we think all these things are happening, if we think the LA galaxy are a better team, if we think they should beat teams, they're supposed to beat, then the LA galaxy win this game two to one, three to one. It shouldn't, and it shouldn't be a difficult game for them. They should have to put in the effort. Should not. They, correct. Yeah. They should have to put in the effort. They should work hard for 65, 70 minutes and they should win this game. Uh, side note, Derek Williams had to go to Orlando to relax for a week to go to Disneyland. Um, and he took his family oh. and it, da Damian Calhoun rightfully said, you had to go to Orlando for that. He goes, you couldn't do that here. And he goes, that's what I was trying to say. That's I, he goes, I, I know he goes, there's too many people over there for me. Like we went to animal kingdom one day and that was like too much for me. And I was yeah. done, but we were just supposed to be relaxing. And he was sort of like, yeah, I had to, I had to take my kid and I had to take my wife. And we had to go, you know, we've all yeah. been there. We've all been on that vacation, say, which is like, you, we're going here. Oh, whatever. Yeah. And, and if you have kids who have been in Southern California, they don't want to go. We want to go to the Orlando one. We want to go to the different one. Yeah. So, uh, it totally makes sense why that would work. It's a, uh, it, it's, I feel like I feel like something has changed. I don't want to be that guy because I've been this guy. <laughs> I've seen this team just absolutely collapse. And you're like, they're not this bad. They weren't as bad as they were in that last third of the season last year. It's I, I'm 100 percent. But that's what that's what happened. That's and what that's what ended up going. So something I don't know if I forgot about this or but you're but you reminded in the last show as well. Chicharito was hurt for so long. Then it was during that stretch. So I think. Had he just been healthy for some of that, yeah, the, the Galaxy made the playoffs. Did they season. get enough yeah. points to go into yeah. the playoffs? So I think that's an underrated part. Of it. Yes, the Galaxy struggled during that and really blew their season during that stretch, but they also were missing their are, number one scoring option. Are you worried though? Let's say Chicharito gets hurt. Are you worried right now with how Yovelich is playing? You're like, I, yes, and, and how I, Preston and Judd are playing. Yeah, and how Preston Judd. There's your four four two Judd Judd and Yovelich up front. JJ. There it is. It's it's done. Uh, the Bishop and the Pawn. Um, <laughs> I'll say I, I'm say, that's another one in my drafts. We're saving that. Oh, okay. Sorry. The, the, uh, the, the bishop. The yeah. Bish, the yeah. bishop. Yeah. Dayon magic wand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so, so that's what it is. So I think that there's something there. Um, I, I want to believe that I'm going now. Here's a, here's something live show. People who are listening on Friday, I will be going to the stadium tomorrow on Friday. I will be there for a certain amount of time. Hopefully if everything goes right, I will have something special for you on the other side of that. So maybe a Monday thing, wow. maybe like a Monday morning release type thing. I don't know. I haven't been there. I haven't done it yet. We're going to see. Carrie but, Underwood, folks. Carrie Underwood. Carrie, Carrie, Carrie Underwood. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, now joining us on the phone, <laughs> Miss Carrie Underwood. Carrie, thanks for joining. No, we didn't do that. No, no she no. has Portland 2-0, so that's why we didn't invite her on. Yeah, she, yeah she's out. Um, she, she was trying to talk smack, quite honestly. That's what I heard. <laughs> 
Um, so anyway, so that's where we sit. Uh, LA Galaxy playing against Portland Timbers. All right, we was rambled for enough. There was a lot to get to in this. <laughs> I mean, and there's like three topics, which is funny. Usually there's like seven or eight topics. And we have, there's three topics. We knew it was going to be a long show. So, but, but they were meaty. Yeah, good topics. Yeah, they were. Lots of, lots of meat on them bones, um, for sure. Uh, all right, anything else you want to talk about? Or can no. we go? We can go, right? No, we're good. Okay, tell people where they can find you. Let's go. All right. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Hammer EV. You could also follow me on Instagram at Galaxy Profile. That's Galaxy P-R-O-F-O-U-L. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Gessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. That's where you can find all of our articles, all of our podcasts, all of our videos, all that stuff, cornerofthegalaxy.com. Like and subscribe to this video if you're watching. Leave us a review if you're on the podcast. All those things help us rate us. We really appreciate it. We've been here for 14 years. Hopefully, we're going to be here for another 14 years. By the way, once again, our shirts for sale, cornerofthegalaxy.com. Go to the shop. You can click it. You can get those shirts. Order those, and uh, we'll be shipping those out uh, here in about two, three weeks. All right? We appreciate all of you for stopping by. For Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Veer, I'm Josh Pato Guessman. You've been listening. You've been watching Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo. And on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.